The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is... Ayo Josh, let me, ayo Josh, let me, ayo Josh, let me, ayo Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk green work, repping it all over. It's right on the t-shirt. Been for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Cause if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is Jay Will. Welcome to the show, yeah. Wrestle, flow, 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 yeah. What is going on everyone? Welcome to Wrestling Reverb. I am Josh. Kevin is back this week. He's he's just finished work. He's had a long day, but he's ready to talk about some wrestling. You weren't here for the debut of Mania to Mania last week, Kevin, you little biatch. But I'm it was fine. Sorry. It's fine. JPQ is here if I'm if hey. Perfect, perfect little fill in there for you last week. But um, I have, well, I haven't really talked to you, Kev, since Mania to Mania really happened, other than a few little messages here and there. But it was a lot of positive feedback for that series. So when you do make your debut in that series, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I really yeah, had fun no, doing it that. was it was a really good listen. Uh, obviously JPQ knows his stuff. You know your stuff, and it was fascinating, honestly, to just the way the way you look at um Ronda Rousey's career. Yeah. Her, her year, rather. Yeah, it was really fun just to go back because sometimes, like I said last week, you get kind of... We watch a lot of wrestling and sometimes moments can kind of mesh into another and you're like, hey, that was actually cool, but you just see so much crap in one week that you're like, whoa, I'm not really processing anything that's really happening. I'm, we're getting towards the end of the year, Kev. You know, before it's Christmas next month. It's This year's gone so crazy. It feels like... I mean, it feels like we just started podcasting together that was back in january it doesn't feel like that long but it has been that long it's it's crazy um but you know as we're coming up towards the end of the year there's always that talk of match of the year feud of the year superstar of the year you know whatever best wrestler in the world of the year whatever it may be um but it's it's amazing how many fantastic matches that we've seen in this calendar year and you could really debate so many of them being the quote-unquote match of the year or this person had the best year. It's um, I always kind of reflect at this time of year or a little bit later in the year, but um, around this time of year to go, hey, we've watched a lot of good wrestling this year. It's been a really good year for wrestling. I'm, I'm probably... I, I pretty much say that every year as we get towards the end of the year, but <laughs> it's been a really good year for wrestling. We've seen a lot of great stuff. You know, I think... This year, more so than any other year, match of the year, which is like the big debate. Everyone has their opinion on match of the year. I think it's tough, tougher to call this year than any year I could remember. There are so, like you said, there are so many great matches out there, all across promotions: WWE, NXT, New Japan, AEW. Now entering into the full with some of their match of the year candidates like Cody and Dustin. Yeah, yeah, no joke. Just a lot of great wrestling. And it's, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good problem to have to really rack your brain um, 
and and go through all of these matches. I was watching, I don't even know what it was. It was something related to earlier in the year and it was some kind of thing on the network or I just seen it on YouTube or something. Can't exactly remember. Point being is that, you know, we forget about things like the fact that we had probably one of the in my opinion, the better rumbles that I've ever seen in the Women's Royal Rumble this year in just the, that rumble itself. I mean, the first Women's Royal Rumble was great, but it was full of nostalgia and it was full of like first ever. This rumble was more, they did a better job at an actual Royal Rumble match than last year. If you really break it down for the match itself, there was more action. There was more focus on future stars. I mean, the first Women's Royal Rumble was very special last year. But if you actually look at the match itself, it wasn't a great Royal Rumble match. There is such a thing, in my opinion anyway, of having a great Royal Rumble match. And the Women's Royal Rumble this year, um, earlier back in January, was fantastic. If you actually go back and watch that match, it's a very good Royal Rumble match. If if you really judge Rumbles that way. Um, I don't know how you feel about Rumbles in, in general, um, Kevin. I know you think they're fun, but do you... Th- do you look at Rumbles, especially after you've seen it the first time, and actually break down the actual match itself? Because there is an art to a Royal Rumble match, I think. Honestly, the way I look at Rumbles is I look at the last couple of participants, and that's how I judge how good a Rumble is. I judge, I judge a Rumble by who's in it rather than the layout of the match. And I will say with this Women's Royal Rumble, it doesn't get much better than Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Yeah, that, that is star power personified. Yeah, especially because Becky was white hot at that point. Charlotte Flair, Charlotte Flair. She was probably at her I, peak at that point. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say she probably was, if not at her apex, right there close to it. Yeah, but it was really, it's really solid. It was a solid match, and the emphasis on future stars I enjoyed more so than the emphasis on past stars. Yeah, even though I understand it's necessary to honor the past, I'm more about the future. Yeah. And we saw Casey Catanzaro, Candice LeRae, Rhea Ripley, a bunch of really good, really talented women that were, are going to be stars for years to come. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, let's talk about the future, especially within – you look at the NXT women's division. Let's break that down a little bit right now because oh, so good. it's probably the best women's division in the world, I think. It's a very good – I think we kind of – the NXT women's division goes through a lot of like ebbs and flows in the sense of we had that, you know, the four horse women era. And then we kind of went into that Oscar era. And I feel like for the last maybe year or so, there hasn't, it hasn't been as stacked as it once was the last few months. I have realized you look at that war games match that is happening in just a couple of weeks. That match alone is stacked. They have a lot of really fantastic talent in the NXT women's division. First name that comes to your mind when you think of the NXT Women's Division, who is it? Shayna Baszler. Yeah, it's pretty. Um, she's had a stellar year, or a couple of years, really, um, since the original Mae Young Classic. She is just, she is a different performer than when she was in that Mae Young Classic. Not saying she was bad in the Mae Young Classic because she wasn't at all. Um, in more so the sense is that she is a star. When she came out on SmackDown last week, which we'll talk about a, a little bit later, but when she came out on SmackDown last week, she fit in really well. Because sometimes people from NXT come over to the main roster and you're like, oh, I don't know if they really fit. They look like an NXT star in on Raw and SmackDown. She just looked like, in the, I mean this in an endearing way, just another one of them. She just fit right in. And 
I think Shayna can really probably feel the spot that Nock trying to compare her because of the horsewomen stuff, but she could really feel the spot that Ronda's left because I feel like there is a little bit of a spot that Ronda has left. Since Ronda's left, I don't necess- there's something missing, in my opinion. There's a dominance missing. There's a juggernaut missing. Not that they necessarily need to have one because it doesn't always a good thing. But you could have a dominant star without making her too dominant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shayna Baszler would actually be perfect because I think I think what people d- disliked about Rousey was that she was too dominant. She beat everybody. She was, <laughs> she was too good. She beat everybody. It wasn't even realistic. I think Shayna dials that back a little bit to where she could beat everybody, but you're always gonna think, well, when, when she's gonna lose this time, she's gonna lose yeah. this time. With Ronda, you never thought she was going to lose. With Shayna, you never know. I've been waiting for Shayna Baszler to drop the NXT title for like a year now. Me too. She's been the champ since Evolution last year. And there's been so many times, like you said, when I've gone through this year and been like, oh, Candice is going to be the one to beat her. Or um, Mia Yim is going to be the one to beat her. Or Io Shirai is going to be the one to beat her. And none of them did. And they've done a really fantastic job of making Shayna be- Baszler a... A beatable, unbeatable champion, if that makes any sense. Um, she is just... I love Shayna Baszler. I think she's great. And I think she's great in the ring. The way she just can put in her finish from any position is just crazy to me. Um, I know you haven't watched NXT this week yet, uh, Kevin, but she had a fantastic match with Dakota Kai this week. Dakota Kai, let's talk about her for a minute. Um, she come off an ACL injury... About a month ago now, um, there's something very endearing about Dakota Kai that I really like, but she's got a toughness to her. She's someone that I feel like before her injury, I wouldn't say, I don't want to say she was under the radar. She was, she'd be right on the radar. She was floating a little bit, I think. And I think since she's come back, she's kind of, um, I think she fits really nicely in there. I really like Dakota Kai. How do you feel about Dakota? I like Dakota Kai a lot, and I think that she was under the radar before she got hurt. She had, you know, some marquee matches with Shayna, but she wasn't really presented as a as a contender mm. before she got hurt. Then she got hurt. Now she's back, and she's right there in the main event picture, and she belongs. She's yeah. so talented, and she's so easy to root for. Yeah, she like, she's such a lovable baby face that she's so good at getting support. She's so organic in that sense that it really is easy to root for her. And you know, I think Tegan Knox is the same way. I think they're both yeah. really likable. But I think Knox I don't know I don't know what's I, I know what happened in NXT because I was following results on Twitter. Yeah. I know Dakota Kai got left off of Rhea Ripley's war yes. games. I'm yes. interested to see if maybe she ends up on Team Baszler. That's what I was thinking too. I tweeted that out. Um, just as a, I just had, a, I was like, Ooh, there's there, there was a little backstage segment, you know, the dot-com exclusives they have after the show where Dakota was kind of like, I'm not like Rhea doesn't think I'm showing enough, um, intensity or fire. I'm going to show her. There is a ladder match next week between me, Yim and, um, Io Shirai, the winner gets the war games advantage, um, for their war games match in a couple of weeks. So who knows? Maybe Dakota will play a factor into that match. Um, if Dakota is lacking anything, it probably is a little bit of 
an edge. She is a very great baby face, don't get me wrong, but she doesn't have like an edginess to her that maybe some of the other girls do in the NXT women's division. Um, speaking of an edge, the kind of anti toward uh, in the terms of an anti Dakota Kai would be Rhea Ripley. Um, she is a great baby face that isn't a baby face with her characteristics. She's very much a badass and she'll just kick the crap out of everyone. She is a very good example of how far someone can come in just two years. Look at Rhea Ripley in the first Mae Young Classic and she is completely different to what she is now. She had the long blonde hair. She was just like, I'm here, you know, I like metal music and that was about it. Now she's a legitimate threat to the NXT Women's Championship. She is someone, unbiased aside, that I can literally see winning the championship from Shayna Baszler. They had, they do have unfinished business. There is something there. And Rhea is over as all hell. That People love Rhea. Um, Rhea Ripley. How do you th- feel about Rhea Ripley? And do you think she could be the one to beat Shayna? When the first Mae Young Classic happened, I pegged Rhea Ripley as a future star from her first match. She just was that good. I did not think she would be at the level that she is right now. She has found herself mm. with the mosh pit kid character and the Riptide slam and all the, you know, everything that comes with Rhea Ripley right now is how is just perfect. Mm. I think she could be Shannon Baszler. I don't think she will. I don't think it'll be her. But I think that she's presented as such a viable candidate. She's probably the favorite. You know, if I were a betting man, I'd probably peck her as the favorite to do it, even though I don't think she will. I, I just think she's presented in a way that makes it so easily believable that she takes the title. Yeah, she is presented in a way that she, she's definitely a legitimate threat. She is very... It's it's so weird, her winning the NXT UK Women's Championship and then eventually um, losing it and then, you know, kind of coming back to... Well, she really was never really on NXT, but she come into NXT and... She's just loved. And now she is the team captain of the War Games match. Um, running through her team a little bit, she has got Tia Knox, who we mentioned before. Mia Yim, who I have... I think I've said this on the show before. I think we've actually talked about it. I'm not a huge fan of Mia Yim. She's kind of, in my opinion, a step below the rest of the division. Um, I'm just really not much of a fan of Mia. No disrespect, but... I just really, I don't feel it with Mia. How do you feel about Mia? I feel like you've said kind of similar things about Mia to me. And I mean total disrespect. I want to be disrespectful of shit. Uh, no, I, I think she's a, I think she's an underwhelming last pick for Rhea Ripley. Mm. I think I she's an underwhelming last I don't know. Maybe Dakota will take her out. So Dakota has to be on the team. Maybe that's what... I kind of like that idea, because Dakota Kai should be on that team. Yeah. I don't want them to turn her. I don't want them to, like, turn her, turn her, and put her on Team Baszler, because that would break my heart. Yeah. I want them... So I want her to have an edge and some fire, but I don't want her to, to throw away her character completely. Yeah, I don't know if she could... It's not to say that I don't know if she could work as a heel. She probably could, but she's just got... She's very endearing. She's got, like, a very, like, lovable face. <laughs> and, like, I just want to cheer her. Like, she's a little smaller. Her, her accent, there's something about her accent that I'm just like, okay, I like you. Um, I just really like Dakota. So I wouldn't like to see her on, on Shayna's team either. But maybe she'll have that fire. And it's not like Rhea wouldn't like that. Rhea would definitely like that. So 
who knows? Me is kind of the the uh eh, one. Um then we got Candace LeRae. I love Candace. Another another lady in the women's division on NXT that is very lovable is Candace. Um and she's very good at what she does. I think sometimes people sleep on Candace a little bit. Candace is a fantastic professional wrestler. Just hands down. She's very, very crisp in the ring. That'd be a good word to describe her crisp. That's a very good team though. Um Mia or Dakota, whoever it is, at the moment it's Mia. It is still a very good team. I think that's a cool cool um a cool team. And you opposed to the Shayna, obviously we talked about her before. Eo Shirai, who I've stated many times who I think is the best wrestler in the world. Um Eo's great. How cool was it last week when she came out with Poppy of all people? How the world does that mesh? It's it's weird, but it meshes so well. It is because like I, I wouldn't picture Poppy as like a, a badass bitch, but she is. She's been some of the heaviest shit this year. I'm not even kidding. If you listen to her latest album, it's some heavy shit. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna listen to it, Josh. It's pretty good. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It's some fucking. It's good. Anyway, but yeah, it does. It meshes really well. Her coming out and the lights and everything. I just love Eo Shirai. To be completely honest with you. <laughs> I could tell. Yeah. <laughs> um, with good reason. She's very good. And then you also have Bianca Belair on that yeah. team. I like Bianca. And the thing I think is going to – I think that Team Ripley will win. Mm-hmm. And the thing I think that's going to undo Team Baszler is the fact that Bianca and Io have both set their sights on that title. Yep. I don't know if they're going to be as cohesive as Team Ripley. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's that's a very good point. I can't remember. War Games, is it elimination? It is or it isn't? I can't remember. I think it used to be, but it hasn't been since they started doing it. Right, okay, so it's not elimination. So it's four on four, because sometimes it's like three on three on three, and then other times it's like four on four or five on five. I don't know, there's been many... They make up the rules as they go. Honestly, yeah, like they there are, it it could be friggin' nine on three with a, <laughs> a shark cage above the ring with Paul oh. Emery inside. Oh God, I remember when he was. Oh jeez. Yeah, TV, that forgotten. Honestly, a forgotten match between TM sixty one and the Authors of Pain. That was on the off. No, that was before the Authors of Pain. Like people. We're not sold on them yet. Yeah. That kind of I mean, that, that match definitely helped them that get was a over. Good match for memory. Like, it was a good match. And then they just started dusty. putting on bangers left and right. That was the Dusty Rhodes final, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Yeah, man. So much. See again. So much stuff happens in the la- like the last what however many years that sometimes you just genuinely forget that things happen. But that was a really good match, and both teams were really good. Nick Miller left. NXT, didn't he? He went to like Japan or something, didn't he? He's in New, he's in New Japan now. Yeah. Mad Mikey Nichols. Yeah, see? There you go. Shane Thorne's still in NXT. I watch yeah, him, I, I him play like games ago, on right? Twitch sometimes. What was that? He, didn't he have a match with Gargano like two weeks ago? Uh, on the like first or second episode of NXT on USA, he went against Gargano. Last week he was on NXT, he fought Bronson Reed. Oh. Mm. But yeah, um, ah. but ah. I can't remember what we're talking. War games, of course. There's two war games matches at uh, NXT Takeover War Games. The other one is the Undisputed Era taking on Champa, Riddle, Keith Lee, and somebody. Or is it? Yeah, it's four on four. 
Of course it is. There's four members. I would assume it would be Velveteen Dream. Um, he would be the missing part of that puzzle. Honestly, two matches that are going to be very, 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 very good at War Games. I think they're oh the only God, two yeah. matches that are announced for War Games thus far, which I'm sure there'll be Finn and Gargano will be added into that, which we all know that will just be terrible, won't it? It'll just be a horrible match. Man. Yeah, that match is going to suck. Oh, man. Johnny Gargano, what has he done in the year 2019? Only put on one of the best trilogies I've ever seen in my life. And Finn Balor, who's that? Yeah, who's that guy? He's He hasn't got any momentum at all, has he? I mean, He's in, doing all, cool shit. in all seriousness, um, that match will be just... I, I can hype that match up in my brain as much as I want because I it's just it's going to be amazing. It's just going to be great. Survivor Series weekend is going to be really fun. We've got that. And then, of course, NXT is involved with um, the actual Survivor Series event, which we've all wanted for a long time. We wanted NXT to be involved in this. Now it is. We've got Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. Um, they're doing all champion matches except for the world champions, it seems, because, of course, Rey Mysterio is going against Brock. Let's say yes. that, 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 that you would be... The perfect person to talk about. You love Rey Mysterio. your all-time favorite. Um, it could go one of two ways. Either Brock's going to destroy him, as Brock does, or Brock and Rey are going to have an absolute banger. Because when Brock... Brock loves working with smaller people. I think he's. I think it's pretty noted that he is. He has his best matches with dudes that are way smaller than him. Um, yeah, he's going to throw Rey around. It's going to happen. There's going to be lots of suplexes and lots of just throwing Rey around. But I think this match could be... I'm I'm leaning toward, towards more this, that it's going to be a really fun match. I mean, it could go the other way, and Brock could just kill him. But I don't know if Rey, Rey Mysterio will win, but I would not be opposed to it, because Rey's only been the WWE champion once, and it was for, like, a night. It wasn't even for a whole night. Lost it to John Cena. Yeah, it was literally for, like, two hours. So <laughs> I'd be pretty happy to see Rey win, regardless... I do hope they have a really fun match. And I don't know how I feel about this rivalry between them. It's been okay. Um, but, you know, I'm excited for it. Something it, we haven't seen it in a long... Have Brock and Ray ever gone one-on... They've gone one-on-one before, but... Yeah, like 17 ago. years ago. That's crazy. You would be Mr. Excitement for that, though. <laughs> yeah, because I honestly think Ray Mysterio is going to win the WWE title, and I'm going to cry. Really? I'm you gonna think cry he's going to win? I think he's going to win. I think between I think Velasquez and Dominic Mysterio are going to play a role. I think they're all going to take out Brock. I think Ray's going to win the belt. I wouldn't, like I said, I wouldn't be mad at all. I like Ray, um, so I wouldn't be mad at all. Who knows? It could happen. It'll be Chicago will be very into it. They're in Chicago. I think Chicago is going to be very pro NXT. <laughs> That's oh my god, they're so smarky. Of course they are. Oh, it's going to be just. Listen, I don't know if what's going to happen here. We've got the triple threat match between the women's champions. We've got Shayna, Bailey, and Becky. I hope Shayna Baszler is the one that wins. If, if NXT win any match, I think i actually seen you tweet this. If NXT win any match, I want Shayna to be the one that wins that one. She I did tweet that. You're yeah. stealing my thunder. At the same no, because if, if you have to assume they're going to be doing those types of matches. Um Probably with the mid-card belts, too. Mm-hmm. Throwing Roddy Strong in the mix. I don't see Roddy Strong beating... Styles it, AJ Styles and Nakamura. Oh, God. Oh, that'll be, be a... Oh, my God. How good is that going to be? Holy crap. 
That's and then you have the tag win. the tag team titles. Um, I think the War Raiders will win between War Raiders, Undisputed Era, and Revival. I think the New Day will be in that match. To be honest with you, I think the Revival. Will oh, you, think the, you think the New Day is going to win on yeah, Friday? New, yeah, the New Day will win. They need something for Kofi to do, and they want. I would assume they would want the New Day involved in the tag title in the tag stuff at Survivor Series just for the like better representation of the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. No disrespect to the Revival, but they love putting the New Day in stuff like that. I mean, I'm not mad because it will still be very good. That match has the potential to be very, very good. Um, but yeah, to your point, Shayna, I hope she's the one that wins out of all of these, to be completely honest with you. I love Becky and I, I love Bailey, but... And I don't even probably like Shayna more than those two, but I, Shayna has been so dominant that I think it's just like it's just fitting if she wins. She doesn't. I don't know. More so, probably Bailey will be the one losing if Shayna wins. I don't think Becky will lose, but I what mean, it's probably, probably going to be Bailey be. either way. What a statement that would be if Shayna tapped out Becky. I'd love to see it. Becky's been so on top of everything, and I like Becky, and. You know, we've said many times, and I, well, I've probably more predominantly said many times that Becky certainly isn't as hot as she once was. It's not saying she isn't hot at all, because she is, but she's fallen a little bit. However, she's been positioned so at the top of everything. She's, it's not like she loses very often. She doesn't lose very often. Imagine they've built her so well that imagine if Shayna tapped out Becky Lynch. What a moment would- that would be. I would scream. I, I I would. I think it'd be cool. I know. And I, I'm sorry. I, as the biggest Becky Lynch fan in the world, uh, I think that that would be a more emphatic win for Shayna Baszler. But I don't think it'll happen. I think she'll tap out Bailey. Yeah, that'll probably be Bailey's in the match to. I think she'll be the one to take the fall. To be completely honest, which sucks because I like Bailey and she's been doing some really good stuff since she, you know, cut her hair. Um, she kind of looks like Dora the Explorer with her haircut. Just saying. But, um, oh man! <laughs> um, I like Bailey though. I I I don't know. Is there something missing with Bailey? I think there always will be. But I don't know. How do you feel about the Bailey turn? Has it is it successful in your eyes, or are you? Is it I just- haven't been. I, I it hasn't made me want to watch more. I liked Bailey as Bailey. I like mm-hmm. Bailey as the huggable one. But wasn't that stale? Was that stuff? That's me. I don't know. It's it's a. Why don't they think? Why don't they think about me more? Yeah, true. Why don't they think about you more? <laughs> Honestly, no one ran that by me. I don't know. Bailey's. Is she always just going to be Sasha's friend? <laughs> is that? I don't Probably. Know. I don't know. It just always is going to be Sasha's going to be with her. And then there's always going to be that potential of something going wrong there. Um, are they going to do... I would assume they would do five-on-five five matches at Survivor Series. I would assume... You have to do at least one. I mean, it is Survivor Series. You'd think they would do a men and a women's one and have... But I don't know how it would work because you don't do five-on-five-on-five, on five on five, do you? That'd be a lot. I, hope, I don't think... I, I think that'd be too much. Maybe if, I, I could see four-on-four-on-four. On four on four. Yeah. So they have like a Team Raw, Team SmackDown, and a Team NXT. I don't know if that would work necessarily, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. But 
it's weird. Maybe they'll do like a Raw versus NXT and then a SmackDown versus NXT, but then you don't get Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're not doing it this year. I don't know. Logistically, it's hard to pull off. Mm -hmm. Very hard because it's three's an odd number for one, so it would just look weird in a ring with that many people standing on the apron. Then do you have two on two? Do you have one on one on one? It's it's so weird. Um, But... Regardless of anything, Survivor Series should be really fun just for the added element of NXT. There's going to be some good matches over the weekend for Survivor Series, but before we get to Survivor Series, there is full gear this weekend, AEW show. Um, this was the first week that I haven't watched AEW. I, pr- I kept up with it. I watched Cody's promo because it was very good. Um, but we were kind of talking a little bit before we started recording. I'm still going to watch the pay-per-views. I'll always watch the AEW pay-per-views. I'm not I'm not that much of a hater of AEW. I just don't like their weekly stuff. But I still definitely drinking the haterade. Um, I will. I will watch Full Gear. It looks like a good show. I'm not that excited for Cody and Jericho. To be completely honest with you, Um, I'm just. That's a very WWE match. It is, and and it's weird. I love WWE. In that disparaging sense, that like. It's not going to be ecstatic. It's not going to be as ecstatic. It'll be very good, like storytelling wise. The psychology will be there because both of those guys are good at that. But it's not going to be like a like a full out like cool match to watch. No, it won't be. It'll be fine. Um, I hope Jericho wins. To be completely honest with you, because I kind of like Jericho in that spot. But didn't Cody said he if he doesn't win, he'll never challenge for the AEW World Championship again. Yeah. So that. I don't know, is that meant to is that meant to make me think that Cody will win mm-hmm. and he doesn't? Who knows? But um, That would be a bold move. And I but you know what though? Fuck it. You never it. say never in wrestling. So I could That's see true. them going back on that. Yeah, easily. You don't believe anything in wrestling. Ever. Yeah. Um You could always win it as Stardust or something. Oh god. Okay, sure. Let's have that. Pitch that to them. I'm sure they'll love that. Um, I'll tweet. What else is happening at Full Gear? Full Gear? Oh, we got Moxley. Oh, and Omega. Kenny Omega and John Moxley. I mean, that match has been building for quite some time. It was meant to happen at All Out, but now it's happening now. I'm excited for that. You have gone on record a couple of weeks ago, or maybe three weeks ago. You said you weren't that much of a fan of John Moxley. Well, you don't think he's... Not that you weren't a fan. Scratch that. You basically said he wasn't. He's this Dean Ambrose. There's you know what really I difference. said? I said I don't give a shit about John Moxley. That's right. You did say that, and I stand by that. So, well, I think do I think that'll be a good match. Yeah. Isn't it like lights out? Do I think Omega's had better? Do I think it'll be like a classic Kenny Omega match? No, not even close. It's gonna okay. be it's gonna be maybe a classic John Moxley match where it'll be violent and brutal, but I love Kenny Omega because he's like the best wrestler on the planet. And he's not going to get to necessarily showcase that side of him against John Moxley, but he will get to show a different side that we haven't really seen before because they don't really work hardcore style in New Japan. So since Kenny's come to AEW, he'll have the chance to work this like more violent style, and I think it'll be interesting to see what he can do. I think if he wins this match, he solidifies himself as the best wrestler on the planet. Damn, damn. Well, uh, I have nothing to add to that. To be completely I don't honest. think he's going to win. Mm, who knows? Um, other matches on Full Gear. 
I have seen something about Britt Baker. What she is she fighting someone? I, oh, Britt Baker and B Priestley are fighting on the buy in the pre show. Oh, it's not um, the pre show, is it? Yeah, I don't really care about that. I, I, I'm not a big fan of Britt Baker or Bea Priestley. Okay, so um, unpopular opinion of the week. For me, I think Britt Baker is the most overrated wrestler maybe I've ever seen. Wow, that's that's a hot one. I, I no, I'm not. I'm right there. I don't think she's that talented. I don't think she's exceptionally talented. As she come in with all this hype, and I was like. For someone who hasn't seen, I've never seen her wrestle. I was like, I'm so excited to see you wrestle. They've hyped you like you're really, really good. I'm not saying that she's bad. Overhyped doesn't mean you're bad. It just means that you're way overhyped. It's that you're not as good as what everyone was saying about you. I don't think Britt Baker is that good. That's my unpopular opinion of the week. Huh. I don't know why. I just don't really see it with Britt. I want to, and I was really like, yes, let's... Britt Baker, she's a dentist. That's all she is. They just tell me that she's a dentist 400 times. She's a dentist? I know. It's like, gasp, she's a dentist. That's all they ever say is that she's a dentist. Sorry, low-key rant, but I don't think Britt Baker's all that great. Yeah, no, I I, I don't think she's exceptionally talented. And B Priestley, I watched a spot from a match she had in stardom against uh, Mayu Iwatani, I think it was. And I might be pronouncing that wrong. I'd, I'd have to defer to JPQ on that. But it was supposed to be just a hurricane runner from the top rope. And Bre- and Priestley slipped and almost killed the uh, Iwatani. Dropped it right in her head. Ooh. That's my imp- That's like the first impression I've ever had of Bea Priestley as a wrestler was seeing that spot. Before then, I really hadn't known much about her. That's not a good thing, though. She's not off to a great start in my eyes, so I'll probably skip that match. Yeah, I don't really... If I'm not watching Full Gear Live, I'll be working, so I'll watch it when I get home from work. Um, so, will I watch the buy-in? Probably not. Uh, and then I'll just watch the main show and just kind of judge it from that. But yeah, what if, if you have a... a I don't know. You kind of agree with me about Brit, but if you have kind of an unpopular opinion of the week, do you have anything else other than Brit? Uh, I, this isn't like a, I don't know if this is unpopular, but I did tweet about it and it got two responses. Whoa, whoa! Neither of them were like, "Oh yeah, dude, I agree." So it's probably and it, just by the way you just reacted, it's got to be unpopular. And I've done it before. I'm not saying that I'm innocent in this. But it, like, really makes me cringe when people call wrestling the product. Oh, I call it the product all the time. I know. <laughs> I always call it the product. Stop it. It is makes it me... Like a, it makes is me it just like a... Th- th- is it a personal thing? What's going on here? Why don't you like it? Is there a I just don't like the way it's... Ta- I don't like... I feel like we're comparing wrestling to the grocery store. Like, oh, I picked up some products from the grocery store. Oh, I picked up the product. <laughs> Oh, it makes it makes me feel like I'm watching an episode of Supermarket Sweep. Well, if you know what that is, I don't, <laughs> but I can already imagine it's about products of some kind. Um, it is. It just makes me so uncomfortable. Like people, like wrestling is wrestling. It's not a product. It's a. It's. It's not a it's product. Rest- it's the product. Oh. <laughs> I do um, call it the product a lot. Though. I didn't know you didn't like that. 
Now that I know, I, I guess it I'll never occurred it. to me. I mean, it, it, it has occurred to me many times, but I saw someone tweet about the product, and I'm like, it sounds like so business like and so cold. Yeah, like it's not, you sound so detached from wrestling when you just call it the product. I get it. I, okay, there's some things that people just don't like about certain whatever. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Um, I don't know. I've never really thought but, about it. Yes, yeah, I'm trying to just preach. 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 Go ahead. I don't mind. Praise Jesus. Um, but, okay. You don't like it when it's called the product. I'll probably call this podcast the product. Um, also, if for anyone listening, I understand it's only audio only this week. I'm not in my usual setup. So, therefore, you don't get to see my face. Sorry. And also, hopefully next week, it was meant to start last week, but next week, Kevin should be on camera as well. So get excited to see Kevin's beautiful face as well as mine. Oh, I'm going to wear my best suit. I am not. <laughs> okay, I love the enthusiasm. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, well, I was going to say something and I can't remember. Hmm. Oh, let's talk about the fact that Adam Cole was in the main event of both SmackDown and Raw this week and had two really cool matches, especially the one with Brian. The one with Brian was... Chef kisses. That was very good. Um, you had like, what a thrown together together show, by the way. Of course, they all got stuck in Crown Jewel. By the way, Crown Jewel. I watched Crown Jewel and I actually, I really enjoyed Crown Jewel. I thought it was an okay, except for the tag team turmoil match. That was kind of long and a bit boring. But I thought Crown Jewel was actually a pretty good show. I didn't even finish it. Oh, rough. I Honestly, I stopped after Strowman Fury because the two matches that I thought were the selling points of the show, which were Velazquez Lesnar and Strowman Fury, those are the matches you're selling to the mainstream audience, right? Yeah. They both sucked. I didn't think Strowman and Fury sucked. It sucked. Yeah, I thought it was alright. But I, I, Velazquez and Lesnar was a bit flat. Sucked um, I didn't love it. It was weird. Hated it. Um, Streamer and Fury I didn't hate. But, um, of course, the, end, the ending to Crown Jewel was... I w- want to say I wasn't shocked, but I still was. Even though I was kind of like, they need to have him win this. If he loses, this is the end for me with The Fiend. And I think a lot of people were like that, but he won. He just won. And I was like, oh, okay. Of course, we got the title switches now. Brock's back on Raw with the WWE Championship. Universal Championship is now on The Fiend on SmackDown. I guess they wanted, they want the Universal Championship, when I th- which I think in WWE's mind is their world, is their main world championship. They wanted that yeah, on it's Fox. Yeah, it's their big prize. Yeah, so they wanted that on Fox. I guess we'll get it. We are getting a new championship on SmackDown this week. Um, I think Bray said that on WWE Backstage in the Firefly Funhouse. Um, I th- yeah, he said he's going to present a new Universal Championship, which I'm assuming won't be red. It'll be... I've seen prototypes of pictures and stuff floating around or just like fan-made stuff, which looks kind of cool. Um, but who knows what it'll look like. Maybe it'll just be blue. I don't know. Oh. I, don't know. <laughs> I hope not. It, will it look better? Will it look worse? I don't know, but... The Universal Championship doesn't look amazing now, so... No, it's not a great-looking belt. Bed, 
It doesn't dead. feel like a world title belt, you no. know? No, it doesn't. It doesn't at all. Um, but hey, the Fiend's got it, so that's kind of cool. Are you happy to see the Fiend win? I don't assume yeah. it would be. Yeah. Um, I think everyone was. Everyone was like, oh, he actually won. And then now it leaves Seth in this kind of weird spot. But Seth is... They could, do a, they could do a lot with Seth, though, from here. There's a lot of intriguing paths they could take with him. Yeah, there, there is. There's the obvious one, which is turn. But I don't really want to see him turn because that's so obvious. I just want to see him become jaded. Like, I want to see him kind of turn, but I want him to... Uh, He's lost his coolness. Really there, is, there is that sense, and people are saying, like, Seth Rollins is not cool. That's, like, the cool thing to say at the moment. But he has lost some of his appeal. The things that I liked most about Seth Rollins, he doesn't have anymore. But he hasn't really changed that much. I think he's just kind of a... I don't even have a problem being kind of a dick on Twitter. He's not even really that much of a dick. He just calls out people a lot for just... He takes it serious too seriously. Yeah. Paige said on WWE Backstage yesterday... or at He needs to take it less seriously. Uh... Yeah, he needs to take it less seriously, and she said he needs to be more like Becky Lynch. And I was like, ooh, um, hot take there. But um, she's not wrong. He does need to take things a little less seriously. Like, he was calling out Dave Meltzer this week, and I was like, oh, here we go. Um, I don't really have a problem with it at all. Not that it matters if I did, but he was just basically calling him out for creating a false story. But I don't know how I feel about it. Should, should wrestlers ignore wrestling journalists? Uh, it's, it's weird. I don't know how I feel about that word, by the way. Wrestling journalists. <sighs> I don't think there's a true wrestling journalist out there because everyone has their biases. Even Meltzer yeah. has his biases. Oh, he I, has I think, a huge bias. I think you're it? deluding yourself if you don't think Meltzer's biased towards oh AEW. My, oh, my God. If it's, if it's got the words AEW or New Japan attached to it, he likes it a hell of a lot more than with the words WWE attached to it. That's just... You look yeah. at his body of work, and it's prominently obvious. He loves everything at New Japan and AEW, and he'll only like certain things about WWE because he just thinks it's crap. But that's how a lot of people look at wrestling. I don't that's true. Think people are like that, um, especially right now. That's just how people are f- focusing. Don't worry. In three years, things will be different, and people will be talking trash about AEW. They talk trash about... There's a lot more people that talk trash. Ring of Honor used to be this big thing, and that's just gone. I mean, that's how it's done. Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think it is. Somehow, Impact's still hanging in there. Impact is actually a really good show when you watch it. Um, I think a lot of people over the years of Impact and TNA, there's been a lot of ups and downs in that place. And I think a lot of the um, fandom for that company has gone just because of the fact that it was just, it, it went through a really bad stage where there was a lot of legal things involved and a lot of change of ownerships and there was talent on the show one week and then they weren't a part of it the next and it was just in a really rough spot and if you actually look at it now they have a really good roster they're putting on good television i hope the best i don't want any wrestling company to go to belly up but i agree i think really, i think they, more... they, they fight they, they're still here <laughs> yeah they're not gonna go I, I don't think impact will ever go away they're like a cockroach <laughs> Damn. which is a shitty thing to say, but they have that staying power, and they they're on Access TV now. It's their best TV deal in maybe like ten years. Spike, 
Since Spike, yeah, you're right. Before then, it was doing Spike. They were on Pop TV. They were on Anthem. They were on Discover America. Oh, they were everywhere. They were on the Outdoor Network. They were everywhere. Yeah, and put the belt on Sammy Callahan, which I think is a really good move. Yeah, and now they have like Tessa in there, and I mean, I mean, Tessa Blanchard is fantastic. Um, She's really breaking a lot of barriers in the mainstream world that haven't been broken yet. Really, well, not for a long time, anyway. In a very different way, um, she is really very, very good at what she does. Um, but yeah, Ring of Honor have had quite the week. There's been some stuff, and it seems like every time that Ring of Honor gets any attention, it's just bad at this point. Yeah, um, every it, time I hear about it, it's just like, oh, I just feel sorry for the people involved in it. To be completely honest with you, they have they have the talent. They just the yeah. management is so bad. Yeah. I don't like, really... no one cares about Ring of Honor pay-per-views. No one cares about Ring of Honor matches because they don't, A, they don't really promote, and B, they just, like, no just one really wants, it doesn't seem like anybody wants to be there. No, and it's just, we've seen stuff about, like, pay and that come out, and they're not really paying their talent very well, um, especially the ladies. They're not paying them very well at all. Um, I, I could not think of the name but one of their who's the ring of honor women's champion at the moment or women of honor champion is it kelly klein yeah she was getting like 24k a year that's that's, that's deplorable that's way less than what i earn a year and i'm just working at a, like a supermarket that's terrible she should be on way more money than i am <laughs> um yeah that's not cool <laughs> Uh, just flexing, <laughs> flexing on y'all with my great job and my great pay that I get. It's it's terrible. Um, but yeah, it's just Ring of Honor is just... I cannot tell you the last time I've watched anything Ring of Honor related. The last thing I watched Ring of Honor related was Supercard of Honor from like two years ago. Where it was Cody versus Kenny. Ah. Well, maybe, that was, maybe that was just last year, which... Showcases how far the company's fallen. Oh man, it's just it sucks to see because you don't want to see, especially with something with the prestige that and the history that Ring of Honor had, um, or has, um, in the sense of so much talent has come from Ring of Honor. So many of the people we love now who are in NXT all come from Ring of Honor. They all come from there, so it sucks. But without Ring of Honor, there's no undisputed era, arguably the most over faction in wrestling right now. Arguably, yeah. Um. I like Undisputed Era. Some people don't. I've seen some people just really not like Undisputed Era. I like people Undisputed People think they're Era. too small. Like, you know, people who are closed-minded about wrestling don't like them. Size does um, not. I don't care about size in wrestling at so all. They're so good. I, I, yeah, they are. I, I think Adam Cole's great. That Roddy is Strong. Good. Yeah. Roddy Strong is really good. Like, really good. They're all good. It's just, they are they're good. They're all really good. Yeah, they are. They all are really good. We were talking about Adam Cole at one stage, and then we just kind of really steered off. Um, but back to make this come around full circle, Adam Cole was in the main event of both Raw and SmackDown uh, this week and last. Um, did you happen to catch any of those matches? I know sometimes you can't watch SmackDown and Raw. Yeah, I did not. You should really watch the one with Brian because it's very, very good. You know, I, I could now. I, I recently resubscribed to Hulu, and I know they put everything on there. 
Oh, cool. So you can now. You got no excuse to not watch it. It's just. I have plenty of excuses, dude. I don't have. There's not enough time in the day. Anyone can make time if they want to. <laughs> oh man, that was such a Thank shit you. answer. Um. Uh, what I was gonna say, Crown Jewel. That's what I was talking about. The plane stuff with the mechanical issues and all of that. There was so much stuff about all of that that just. So many theories and so many just reports, quote unquote, come out about that they thing. They were kidnapped. They were kidnapped. They were held hostage. They were put into hotels. Some of them were on a charter. Some of them weren't. Some of them had private jets. Some of them were like tweeting about it and making it worse. They, there was people's wives involved in this and saying that they were held hostage. It was just a lot. Um, WWE story and... I think Natty was one that went around um, a lot of media. I mean, it's Natty. But um, saying that, you know, there was mechanical issues and that was it. Um, Natty, it's... it's uh, There's no reason not to believe them because at the end of the day, none of us were there. They were. But Natty is a very company person and she will say, I think, whatever she is told to. But I don't really have any reason to believe that anything else to the mechanical issues was happening. But who really... That'll be one of the things we never know, really. We never know. And we shouldn't really... Honestly, we shouldn't really care. Like, the talent all got got home safe and sound. Let's put it in the rearview mirror. Yeah, you're not wrong at all. Um, Focus on the fact that... Did you... So, you didn't watch all of Crown Jewel. Did you watch Natty and Lacey? Yes. That was a pretty... Regardless of what... There's so many opinions on that. I'm in the opinion that... it's not like the, you know, it's at the end of the day, it is a wrestling match and it's not like it's going to change anything. But the fact that it was allowed to happen is a pretty big deal in a country yeah, and a culture probably. that does not allow that kind of stuff to happen. Um, I still think it was a pretty special moment and I'm glad it did happen because it now it opens the doors for whenever WWE, now they're, they've just announced they're staying in this deal with Saudi Arabia till 2027, I think, um, two annual events every single year. So we're going to get that guaranteed every single year. Um, the fact that now that they've had one women's match is the, now we can actually start to promote women's matches and we'll see women's championship matches over there. Hopefully at the next show. Um, now that Lacey and Natty has actually happened, obviously they had to have different gear. There is still a culture and regardless of what people's opinions are, on that culture, Saudi Arabia is a country, in my opinion, that is, while it's very different from Australia, America, you know, the Western um, world, it is changing slowly. There is laws being made that are more predominant for women, and I'm glad about that. And the fact that there is, you know, that change does not happen overnight. It's a gradual thing, and it is changing slowly, in my opinion, at least. Regardless, at the end of the day, they did get to have a wrestling match over there, and that was one of uh, a big issue for me, which is one of the reasons I wasn't really watching these um, Crown Jewel shows and these Saudi shows, is because I wasn't my 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 kind of um, opinions on it was that if the women aren't really allowed to wrestle, and you know that just doesn't allow, I wasn't really happy with that. But I mean, they got to wrestle. It was a big moment. It was very special, and. Uh, that's my opinion on it. I understand people have other opinions on it, but um, the only thing that I'll say that made me really angry about all of this is the people that are saying, like, why Nat- Nat- Natty and Lacey? Why should we care that match is happening? 
it would not have mattered who was in that match to me. The fact that it was happening was... If you care about women, you will ca- you would care about that match. Yeah, that, There's no excuse not to care about that match. It, it didn't matter that I've seen them wrestle heaps of times. It didn't matter that they're on different brands. I did not care. That That is a, a match that I was just like, I'm taking wrestling, my wrestling brain out of this, and just being like, there's women performing in a country that is very different to ours in the fact that it's, I know it's a very normal thing for us to see. It's just how we live, but over there, that is not, I mean, over there, from my understanding, women have only been allowed to drive in the last couple of years. So that's how different these countries are. It's, it's gradual change does not happen overnight, but at least in any sense of the word, why I still don't completely agree that, with a lot of the stuff over there, at least WWE are trying to be a part of somewhat of a change, at least in the entertainment world. And people look at the entertainment world and, you know, that the entertainment world does lead by example a lot of the time. So at least they're trying to be a little bit a part of change and that's how I kind of see it. But the fact that it happened, to me, it's pretty special. It is. I agree. Yeah, so um, that happened and then we they got stuck. So they couldn't make SmackDown. Um, so WWE were in a little bit of a pickle with uh, the SmackDown just not having a lot of talent available to work SmackDown. So I guess they flew in some NXT people and they really did invade that show. It was a, it was a very, very good show. You had Shayna, like we talked about before. We had Adam Cole, like we talked about before. We had Tommaso Ciampa fight The Miz. And I was like, why is this something that I didn't know I wanted, but... Now that I've seen it, I was like, that was really fun. Just to see them go back and forth on the mic was really fun because Miz is so WWE and Champ is so NXT, if that makes any sense. Miz is, oh, yeah. Miz is a company guy. He is not... To me, there's like a difference between like... Not saying Miz isn't a wrestler. He is a professional wrestler, but he's like a sports entertainer. And Tommaso Champer is a wrestler, if that makes any sense. But they're polar opposites. They had a really fun match. We had um, Bianca Belair take out uh, Dana Brooke and Carmella. Then we had Tegan Knox and Rhea Ripley. And then the moment of the night was the fact that Renee Young took quite the bump, quite the kick to the face. <laughs> I saw that. Oh, it was like, damn, she ate that kick. Uh, sh- of course, the weirdest thing about SmackDown was that commentary team, Tom Phillips, Renee Young, and Pat McAfee, of all people, worked really well. I was like, Pat McAfee on commentary? I don't know how I feel about this. And I was like, wow, he's actually not that bad. And Renee, when she's not with Graves and Cole, is very different. I feel a little bit more like people weren't trying to talk over the top of one another. I feel like that happened a little bit with Cole, Renee, and Corey. Well, yeah, because Cole and Graves are both like alphas on the mic. Mm. So they're both going to try to get their words in more so than anybody else. And as a result, Renee sort of gets the scraps. Whereas with yeah. Renee Phillips and McAfee, I mean, McAfee's new, so he's not going to be the one dominating the conversation. And Tom Phillips is a consummate professional. Yep. So he really let Renee lead that. And yeah. as a result, you know, you got good commentary. I love Pat McAfee. I'll, I'd go to the Me end too. of the earth for Pat McAfee. Me too. A lot of people don't like him because he is a lot. But I like him. I think he's funny. He's like the most charismatic human being I think I've ever met. Wow. I've never met him. But We've never met him. Well, I don't know if you haven't met him. Um, but I've never met him, actually. And everyone knows my love for Renee Young. I think she's just a 
a wonderful person and she's hilarious and maybe biased, but I didn't, I didn't like think she was the world's greatest commentator, but I didn't think she was as bad as what everyone was saying. I thought she was pretty good, but she, her, she, her on WWE backstage is like Renee shines in that role. She is a, yeah, that's she's like a, a perfect host. role for Renee. She's a host. She can guide. She's much better at leading than following. And she has to follow on commentary. And that was just never her strong style. It was just never a strong suit. It was just, she's a better leader than a follower. So, I have no problem with Renee on commentary, but that team was just fun because it was so last minute that I don't think anyone had any time to be nervous. No one had time to prepare. It was just like, go. There was, like Shawn Michaels said on WWE Backstage yesterday that the Orla- they landed in Orlando at 7.55. That's crazy. And what, SmackDown starts at 8? And then eight. the first NXT talent was on the show in that Bailey Nikki cross match, which was the first match of the show. So within half an hour, Shayna would have literally got into the arena and went straight into her segment probably. So it's pretty crazy that they landed and then got to the show and, you know, were just like, this is what you're doing. I think that's probably why it works so well. It's because there was just no preparation. It was just like, go do what you need. Yeah, to do. honestly. And, and, this has been online that's been parroted a lot, but you know, they the WWE does work best from their backs or against the wall. I agree. They always have. It's been that way for a long time. <laughs> um It's just it was just a really fun show. Everyone seemed to have that opinion of it too. I watched SmackDown later because I can't watch it live usually because I'm at work. So um when I watched it and just was kind of tweeting without trying to read too much Twitter because I didn't want spoilers. Um, when I was kind of reading through Twitter after I'd watched SmackDown, everyone was like, this was a really damn good show. Um, so that's good because people don't usually come together in unison with a WWE show anymore and be like, that was really good. It's usually like, I hate everything in that company. <laughs> so um, that's usually how it is. Pitch, yeah, pitchforks and everything usually come out with that. But it was just a really, really fun show. I'm just really into this NXT stuff because, let's be honest, Kevin, once Survivor Series finishes, wrestling in it's general no, over Christmas... It's is just, after Survivor Series. You know, it, it dips a little bit. You, you sort of lose interest. I don't want to say lose interest, but you know, you're, you're a little hazy with wrestling in December. It's just, it's just holidays and there's a lot of... Not that I'm complaining there's tape shows because I want those people to be home at Christmas and New Year's time. It's holidays. Let these people rest and let these people enjoy it with their families. But there is tape shows and there's a long build between TLC and Royal Rumble, which is fine. But over those couple of weeks between Christmas, New Year's and just like getting over the holiday kind of everything, um, wrestling does take a dip. Wrestling takes a back seat. So once we get to the Rumble build, we'll be fine again. But once Survivor Series ends, there's always is that little bit of a, huh, okay, cool. Let's yeah, it's Christmas Raws are the worst. Let's just Christmas Raws oh. suck. New Year's Raws suck. Um, some kind of weird like street fights with toys and presents and yeah. There's always and... a miracle on Thirty Fourth Street oh, fight. It's just the worst. And then New Year's, there's always people drinking champagne and having New Year's resolutions. And I'm like, no, I don't care about any party. of this. It's all right though because after New Year's you have January you have the January fourth Tokyo Dome show you have the you have Wrestle Kingdom which is two nights this year yeah. and then before you know it it'll be time for the Rumble love the Rumble and then, then it all begins again yeah we're back on the road to WrestleMania I love the Rumble that and is then probably my when favorite. the Rumble hits 
We'll have been doing this together for one year. I know, that's crazy. That is really, really, really crazy. Let's pop some fucking champagne or yeah, something. We'll have to, let's get drunk on a podcast and just see how it goes. Um, I could do I Hey, I could, man. I don't work till 3 p.m. <laughs> um, I can day drink. It's fine. Um, I'll get drunk for the rumble and then <laughs> um, get on get on a podcast. That would go well. I probably wouldn't even hear well, We're going to be delirious anyway because it's going to be like a six million hour show. Oh, yeah. It'll be like a 14 hour show. So by then we'll just be like zombies anyway. So why not? Um. Are you a Christmas guy? Do you like Christmas? Love Christmas. Me too. I'm I'm exclusively listening to Christmas music right now. I love Christmas. Actually, Christmas music has uh, uh, started at work. And that's when I know I'm like, mm, I put my Christmas tree up already because I'm a crazy person. Love it. Like it. And I've put up my Christmas tree because fuck y'all. I love Christmas. I have a white Christmas tree. How do you feel about white Christmas trees? I mean, we, we get a real tree, so I've never had, like, a white oh, Christmas yeah. tree. You, it, see, I just want to once experience snow at Christmas time. It's always, like, melting hot at Christmas time over here. That's so weird to me. It's so hot. You get snow. You literally get white Christmases. I've never... I, <laughs> that's just I wouldn't mind if it was hot, though. I hate the cold. No, 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 you don't. Because you're eating a lot of, like, really hot food, and it's hot, and it's not... And you're in a house full of a lot of people, so... You, it's just like sweating. That's, and that's fair. It's that's a good fun. point, actually. It's not fun. Um, but I like Christmas. I am a Christmas person. What's your favorite Christmas song? <sighs> Jingle Bell Rock. I like Jingle Bell Rock. Okay. That's a good... I'm always down to that. I mean, it's hard not to say... The first thing that you always hear... It's a meme at this point. Is Mariah Carey? Is just because it's everywhere. It's like Christmas time, and then do 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 do. You know, all I want for Christmas is you. I don't there you go. Mariah, is that you? Um, it's just it's hard not to say that. And any Michael Bublé that comes on, I'm just like hell yeah, let's put on some Michael okay. Bublé. Um, but it's Jingle Bell Rock. I'm always like just like hell yeah, Jingle Bell Rock. But I love Christmas carols. I just love Christmas in general. It is my favorite holiday. It really is. Christmas. I'll be uh, you know, heads up for anyone listening out there. Sometime in the month of December, I'm actually making a bracket of my 64 favorite Christmas songs. Holy shit! And then I'm having them like, like, a, like a single elimination 64 song tournament. Holy shit! That's amazing. That Christmas is the song. best thing you've ever said to me. That's the best sentence oh. that's ever come out of your mouth. Keep an eye out for it sometime in December. Oh, I will be. I'll be like, notify me. Um, Twitter. Um, also, my Twitter doesn't work properly anymore. I don't know why. That's good. It just doesn't notify me when people do, when I'm tagged in things and it lags all the time when I'm on my phone and it's just- Mine a- lags too. And you know what happens oh. when it lags? I'll be scrolling through and it'll lag and then it'll kick me back to the top oh, of the feed. Isn't it the worst thing? Because it's like, I certainly yeah, was not reading that, was I? Through. It's like, oh my god! And then I like go to click on my messages, and it will just freeze. And I'm like, why are you freezing? Yeah. Twitter sucks. Is, do you have an iPhone? You don't have an yeah. Android, do you? Ooh. Um, no, I'm not. Yeah, a normal person. So, um, yeah, mine doesn't. <laughs> I just want to like throw it. I'm like, what are you doing? It works fine on my computer. It's just my phone. It must be something. I don't know. Maybe it's like overloading. Is there a RAM in a phone? I don't really know. I don't know anything. I don't know how they work. I just know they have everything I need. Mm-hmm. That's how I see it as well. Well, that this this podcast took a turn. If you couldn't tell today, we didn't really have a plan. We were just doing a good old winged episode because we haven't done one in a little while. Um, but 
it's going to be a lot of the time that we just heads up. It is coming towards the holidays. We are both, well, I have a lot of work. Working in retail sucks over the holidays because you're just always there and there's a lot of people around. So recording times will be a little bit weird. I don't know if I'm going to take a little bit of a break for Christmas. Just heads up to you as well, Kevin. If you get a message from me over Christmas time and I'm just like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to record this week, just go with it. We might take a little bit of a break. I'm not really sure yet. Honestly, I'm not sure. All I know is that a couple weeks, it is my birthday, and I want everyone to give me stuff. So, just heads up to anyone listening, I do accept any form of present from y'all. That's including and you, Kevin. And in seven months, it'll be... Wait, wait, wait what, what date's your birthday? The 25th of November. One month out from Christmas. I'm the 24th of June. I thought we were both, I thought we were the same uh, day. Nope. Damn it. Two and five <laughs> make yeah, seven, seven, and seven's a lucky number, so I'm a lucky yeah. person. In seven months, send me presents. Okay. We'll both give each other one dollar. Didn't you say you're going to send me one dollar? I'm going to you one dollar. What? See, get yourself a friend like Kevin. That's one dollar more than a lot of people will get me. <laughs> yeah, I know, because I'm better than most people. That is, hey, I'm not going to debate anything there. What a way to end. Kevin, the, the tagline here is Kevin better than most people. <laughs> all right well we'll we'll catch you guys next week for more hey next week actually is raw and smackdown in manchester so i always love when they're ever in england to be completely honest i really like those shows even if they are fun crowd, the show is always good yeah and something fun always happens in england aj styles won the wwe title in england yeah that's that is true and i don't think we'll get any nxt talent over next week because they'll need to be there for NXT on the Wednesday. Yeah. So I don't think we'll get any like invasions, but you never know. Um, but they're always fun. So we should have something cool to talk about next week. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll yeah. talk about full gear too. Until next week, we'll catch you next time. Please continue to rate this podcast five stars on iTunes. Give us a like and a subscribe on um, YouTube. And wherever else you're following along, we thank you. You can see all that. If you're watching on YouTube, you, this was obviously you're only hearing our voices. You're not seeing any video, but there is the links for all this stuff on the screen somewhere. You'll see it. Follow us on Twitter. Do all that good stuff. Watch out for Kevin's blogs. And Kevin, I'll give you the floor because you are doing some kind of... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before I do that, thank you to everyone that nominated us for the Wrestling Podcast Awards. We're up for yeah. three awards. Um, Wrestling Reverb is up for Newcomer of the Year and Best Duo for us and Best Branded for Josh Robinson Double Zero, which is really crazy to me that we got anything. I'm really happy that we are up for nominations. Let's take it home, Kev. Let's do this. Um, Shout out. Queen will be listening to this. Queen is up for Podcast of the Year. That is really, really cool that Queen is up for that. I'm really happy. And to everyone, everyone in the um, former Brain Buster team, our, our peeps. We all are nominated in some form of a category, which is really cool. So a win for any of us is a win for all of us. So that's really cool. But Kevin, to segue into what I was going to say, um, you are doing some kind of like a bloggers awards. I seen you, your brain was spinning the other day. You were like, how can I do this? And then I seen a bunch of tweets. Floor is yours. If you have anything to promote. I, uh, obviously I, I knew about, I've known about the wrestling podcast awards since last year. And I think it's a great concept. I think it's a great idea. I think podcasts deserve to be honored. And I think that award it's award season, basically, starting in December, January. 
So I think it's a good time to do that. But what about the bloggers? You know, like, yeah, I'm I'm a blogger by I'm a blogger at heart. That's how I got my start in wrestling Twitter world. So I decided that I would put together a little award show myself. I don't know if it's gonna be a physical award show. I'll probably it might be my first ever YouTube stream. Mm. But uh, I'm doing the the last blogger standing blog awards. Blog, you know, and I, I've got to iron out some kinks and you know just think about how I want to do it. Uh, I, I should have a blog out tomorrow or Friday with the full details. So you can check out for that at thelastbloggerstanding.wordpress.com. Uh, also, have something for the chair shot probably tomorrow as well. Something more wrestling related. You'll be related. hearing everyone. You'll be hearing this on Friday anyway. So you would have seen it by now or you should be seeing it now. I always forget what day this show drops. It's on Fridays. I mean, we're recording. I, I don't know. Already. I always think people are listening to us now. Yeah. Let's just go with that. Well, in your mind, let's just go with that. It is. And hey, is it if you are seeing this on video, go see a doctor because you're hallucinating. Oh, whoa. Trippy shit. Anyway, we'll see you next week for more Wrestling Reverb. And you should be able to see us both next week. If all goes to plan. So look forward to that. Look forward to that, everyone. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace out.